What's up, everyone? My name is Melissa McCack, and this is my brother, Justin McCack. What's up, everybody? You're listening to Room 51, where we talk about all things board gaming. This is Speak Up, Game of the Month, where we talk about some game that we think does not get enough love. It's not necessarily underrated or have gone under the radar, but maybe one that just isn't being spoken about enough lately. Justin, do you want to start us off? I would love to. All right. So I actually had a little bit of a tough time this month coming up with one, but it's a game that we played recently. So I think that when this game first came out, it was getting a decent amount of love. But now I feel that it never really gets spoken about uh, other than when my girlfriend recommends it. But we played it recently. It's a Euro game with like, I guess, set collection and area of control. It's um, World's Fair 1893. Had to remember what the whole title was. It, I found that it's just like a super snappy game. Uh, turns go pretty, by pretty quickly. The game overall plays pretty quickly. I think that the board is pretty unique and it looks cool and stuff. I've recently found also that I just like cards. The game uses cards and I enjoy that. Uh, the components in the game are pretty nice. Little wooden cubes. You know, it's a simple game. I think it's, it's pretty cheap. But yeah, I just find that it doesn't get spoken about enough because it is a fun kind of thinky game where all right you can't control everything obviously so where what are you going to try to control and are you giving up maybe are you putting your cube in a place where okay you're not then getting control of that place at the end for storing but you want the cards there that you're able to collect so it's nice fun quick decision making plays in like an hour uh i find that's a really good experience and just doesn't really get spoken about anymore that almost was my pick, actually. <laughs> I thought about this. And <clears throat> something I was thinking about, I don't know why it doesn't get the amount of love that other games get. So what specifically what I was thinking about was, this is a fantastic introductory Euro game, I think. I agree, and if not even introductory, at least a step up. But I think it should be introductory as well, I think. Well, I was going to say that I was thinking about Catan, and I feel like World's Fair has about the same amount of rules as Catan, maybe? Um, and probably around the same amount of interaction as Catan. Yes, it doesn't quite have the trading aspect or whatever, but um, I don't. I feel like World's Fair is a better game, and still could fulfill that introductory Euro game. So I agree with just about everything you said. The only thing, in terms of it being introductory, I think most people should be able to pick up this game when they're a new gamer and even learn it from just reading the rules. But I can see some groups struggling, whereas Satan probably has more familiarity to people that haven't really played other games. But I think you're right, though, that, yeah, this is a game that can be picked up and easily played. And I also agree that it's a better game than Titan overall. I think that the gameplay is smoother than Titan. The decision-making is stronger than Titan. 
Yeah, I could see this having been a game that would have taken over like Catan's place. Yeah, I think so for sure. And it's even got some sort of theme wrapped around it that a lot of people are familiar with. You know, I mean, Settlers of Catan is very, okay, whatever. But World's Fair, I don't know. That's something tangible. Yeah, and, it's yeah. the board is a Ferris wheel, you know? Like, yeah, that's it's fun. Cool. It's fun looking, okay? It is. I think for Catan, um, I, I, I didn't mean the, to turn this into a let's crap on Catan or anything, because I, I do like Catan. <laughs> I think it's fun. But I'm just sort of surprised that World's Fair didn't get the same amount of love and hype. But, okay, cool pick. I dig it. Thank you, thank you. All right, my pick is a board game that I guess it's come out fairly recently. But there's a reason why I'm I'm putting it on the speak up. The, the game is Tris Magistus. And the reason being because these are the same people who came out with the game Teotihuacan. And when that game came out, People freaked. It was everywhere. People were trying to say the name constantly, butchering it. I'm probably butchering it right now. But yeah, it was spreading like wildfire. Everybody was playing Teotihuacan. Did you play Teotihuacan? Did you? Did you? No, whatever. It was a fine game. I liked it a good amount. But when I played Tris Magistus, I absolutely loved it now yes there's a couple of problems in terms of like so much symbology and then the board is written with symbology that doesn't even necessarily have to be there but the gameplay itself is like magic i love it not magic the gathering but (laughs) it is magic uh anyway it works so well it feels like and i've described it before where you're kind of trying to put together the gears of a clock and have it all work smoothly and beautifully i i think i actually like this more than teotihuacan and i don't know why it has not been given the same amount of hype if not more yeah i'm not sure if i like it more than teotihuacan but I, at minimum, should be getting close to the same amount of hype. I think, I mean, A, the cover of Trees of Magistus is beautiful. Like, I feel like that's a game that so many people should be grabbing off the shelf or when they see it online, they should be like, oh man, what is this? The theme is awesome where you're trying to like make these different potions and uh, get a publishment at the end. Publishment. I love the freaking the theme. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you're an alchemist kind of thing. And yeah, like you're trying, you're a scientist pretty much in these older days or whatever, trying to make these po- uh, potions and get them published. And uh, you can even drink your own experiment kind of thing, I think. Right. Wait, can uh, you what? I don't know. I think because when you're sampling your own potion. Oh, maybe you are doing that. Oh, I don't know. I didn't realize that. Huh. And yeah, I definitely think, though, that the theme is awesome and it comes through in the mechanics a lot. The symbology is a little much. Like, there are a few issues with the game that I do think kind of hurts the game, which is why I would understand if it got less hype than Teotihuacan. But it feels like nobody's talking about it. Yeah, Nobody's, it's dead. It's yeah, it just doesn't dead. hit. It it died. 
Yeah, it, I don't know why. It's like it's actually a really good game, strong mechanics. The rule bit is horrible, um, yeah, and I wonder if is. that has anything to do with it even because honestly, the rule book was terrible. Like to learn this game, it was pretty bad. That was yeah. actually kind of rough at first. Yeah, I'm wondering if it does have to do with like ease of play, like the accessibility of playing this game as opposed to Teotihuacan, which I think was a little bit easier to get into. But I don't know. Trees with Jesus is so much fun. I love it so much. And nobody is saying anything about it. Yeah, I, I agree. It's a game that should definitely be spoken about more right now. I think there's a lot of people that would probably love it that might not have heard of it yet. Maybe. I was actually even wondering, I was like, uh, did it not come out yet? Do we, ha do we have some sort of Kickstarter edition or something? No. Um, but we don't. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm baffled. All right. Well, this has been another episode of Speak Up Game of the Month. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Melissa McCack. Let us know what games you think don't get enough love nowadays. You've been listening to Room 51.